Hey, this is Chris Sense with Product Pain Points. Today we have Mike Nemeth of Emblem Athletic with us. How are you doing, sir? I am doing fantastic. Awesome. Thanks for joining the show. You're welcome. Uh, you have a fantastic history. We've spoken briefly before. You've been recommended to me by a number of folks here in Columbus as a, a seasoned veteran in not only the e-commerce space, but entrepreneurial ventures. Uh, very cool background. So, so what drove you to pursue this background and in, in everything with uh, being an entrepreneur all the time? Yeah, so you know, my parents both owned their own businesses growing up, and that was just something I constantly saw. That was the only life I knew, which was kind of, frankly, working nonstop, right? Like yep. the idea of nine to five just didn't exist. Um, and so I was a military guy, and after I got out of the military, I realized I'd already been doing entrepreneurial side hustles before that was called a thing, right? Like back in 2000, I was selling t-shirts out of my barracks room, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's always been there. And I think the interesting piece was to start doing it uh, online, you know, in the late 2000s. I think it must have been like 2008, 2009 was when I really started uh, yeah. going after it. Yeah, very cool. So the parents who were entrepreneurs didn't turn you off of it. No, no. They. I think uh, I, rem I recall a conversation, though, where I must have said, like, I really want to do this one day. And, and they just drilled in my head, go get a, a, like a real job, like have a pension. And so there's this, this <laughs> thing like in the third grade of what do you want to be when you grow up? And I wrote, I want to have a defined benefit pension plan like in the third grade. So, wow. Um, yeah, I think I think it took me a while to maybe come back to that. So I, I did have the big corporate pension job yep. um, and just wasn't very happy uh, there yeah, at and you, all. And you obviously went through military school right, uh, right. academy. You're a West Point grad, that's right? right? Yep. Uh, so thank you for your service. Uh, and, and that's a very disciplined way to go about schooling in uh, a committed lifestyle. So it sounds like you, you gave an honest try. Uh, for sure, right? for sure, yeah. And there's there were lots of aspects of the discipline side that, that frankly weren't incompatible with pursuing an entrepreneurial spirit. And I think that's maybe one big misconception is that like, oh, if you're in some disciplined environment, you you can't be creative. And, and yeah. I had I never had any real pushback on like, don't don't pursue those things. And granted, sometimes I push the envelope a little bit with the, <laughs> the content of those things. But but for the most part, I think there's actually a pretty healthy connection between the the discipline from something like the military and the discipline it takes to succeed absolutely. Uh, in the entrepreneurial world. Absolutely. I, I think that's key. I think you hit on a, a really big point is people look at e-commerce e or, or entrepreneurship and I think it attracts a lot of folks to say, I could live on an island somewhere, work four hours a week and do nothing where, where you have to have military-like discipline if you want to succeed. And you might get there someday where you can own an island and live sure. on it. But that's and, going to take and, decades. And an insufferable tolerance for pain as, yep. as well. Uh, yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. That trains it in you, in you well. I mean, really, just just discipline and knowing uh, how, how to build that up and manage your life. That's fantastic. Well, so so tell me about your early forays and, and when you, you really kind of gave up the the traditional career and that pension plan. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, for, for, for what it's worth, it... it was still a long time until I officially gave up the, you know, the the safety of a job, so mm -hmm. to speak. Uh, but I did leave. I did leave the corporate world in 08. 
Uh, I worked for a big defense tech uh, company. It was Sikorsky. They made helicopters. Um, awesome company. Like, really was like my dream job as a kid to design helicopters. Oh wow, that's awesome! Uh, and then I did it, and then I just was <laughs> I was bored. Um, it, the the product life cycles in those industries are 20, 30 years. Yeah, uh, and that was just scary to me. Like, I saw a guy who spent twenty years working on a program, and then it got canceled. Oh, not not to any fault of his own, but they just went a different direction. I was like, man, can you imagine working for twenty years on something, right. and then having it taken away from you. So I, I moved here to Columbus in 08, um, went to Fisher for grad school for business, uh, and started right away, even before I was done, working for a uh, defense tech startup here in town called Zyvex. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was really cool. It was a nanotech company, and, and it was very high science-focused. Like We did a lot of crazy um, nanotech things that were <laughs> difficult for anybody to really explain and comprehend. And so I just started pursuing side projects, and I, I brought a little show and tell here today that, that always makes me laugh. Uh, these were early days of Shopify. I think Shopify started like, oh, yeah. I mean, oh, mid to late 2007. So I, I was working with uh, a company in town called Dynamit, yeah. and I remember talking to them about a couple projects I was working on with some books and some other stuff, and and. I'll have to like even like look back into my like Gmail notes from like 07 to see who's who initially sent me the link to go like check out Shopify. You can create your own store. I was like, this is gonna be easy, yeah. right? Like I'll just I'll make this cool you know website and mm-hmm. just sell stuff. So um, I mean, really, just t- like telling what I'm about to tell you sounds so ridiculous, and so uh, like just don't judge me. The idea I had was to sell luxury scarves from China because I thought like surely like the price differential like is it, the margin's huge right so I found this supplier like just like literally like went on Alibaba and found a supplier and this is again like 08 09 um, so you know Alibaba still wasn't that trustworthy right um, what total wild wild yeah, west at the yeah. time and uh, and so I ordered like uh, a crate of silk scarves from this vendor. Yeah. And they showed up. And the you know the quality of them wasn't wasn't terrible. Bad radio, but we're feeling his yeah. scarves right now. <laughs> and they are. They're yeah, nice quality. They're nice, I'll right? give you that for sure. So nice so, pattern I think. Yeah, Not my no, style, but I'm sure awesome. it's a style. So I took I, I, I found a, like an aspiring photographer. Uh, and she took some like crazy, crazy beautiful pictures of these scarves. Um, and so this, and again, even, I'm, I'm thinking this must have been 10, 10 or 11, like just because it was a side thing at that point, like it was still like slow to like teach myself how to make, you know, one of the templated websites. I have no software or coding background whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it must have been around 10 or 11 when I like created this fake brand I called it Scaluso and I, I I I mashed a couple like Italian words together and uh you know I made I made a logo and I made a Facebook page I did all those things right like make a Facebook page and I started running ads like featuring you know these fine luxury silk scarves 
half off. They were, you know, they were $99, but now, you know, today only you can get them for $49 and they cost maybe 80 cents. So I thought, I thought, right, like, don't have to surely, yeah, Yeah. surely customer, you know, cost of customer acquisition, you know, how, how much ad spend could it possibly take to get somebody to buy one of these scarves? And then somebody did. Yeah. And I felt bad. I felt bad about it. Like, (laughs) like, uh, it, I, I probably spent about a hundred bucks in ads over the course of like a week. Yeah. And really like in certain compared to things now, like that was not, that's not bad at all. Mm -hmm. Like to spend a hundred bucks to get your first customer. But the, but I, I do know that all those metrics are so wildly different now. Right. I mean, this is evolving. Yeah. This has changed so much. Um, but again, for the for the for what was worth back then, I we I did it all the like pieces of that puzzle. Um, you know, and this is before Shopify even had any of the like instructions, like that whole you know uh, content you know creation blog that they have as far as like yeah. best tips or anything else. Like none of that existed. Uh, I just kind of stumbled through it, and then somebody bought one, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I have no interest in scarves. I feel terrible about sending this person <laughs> an eighty cent scarf, and they, you know, right? They, what what is this, right? And it, so that I just all of those things, I just I felt icky about it. Wow. So then I just stopped it. Um, it's still, you know, it's impossible to kill Facebook pages on your phone. So I have this like just graveyard of <laughs> Facebook pages. Uh, in my app, and Scaluso is the one that always makes me laugh because oh, wow. I had then this crate of scarves, and I'm like, well, I'll just put them like in this extra room in the house kind of thing. Yeah. And then a couple years later, my daughter finds them, and she's like <laughs> running around the house with these like, you know, crazy pattern scarves from China. So they get a lot of use. Uh, I took this one from my daughter's room this morning, and she was not happy about it. That's too funny. Um, so nice kids toy go yes, from a uh, potential yeah. big venture to a child's toy. That's right. That was that was the intent. Maybe I should re- revive Scaluso as you know child dress up silk scarves. There you go. There you go. So so have a big house if if you are uh, getting into ventures so that you can store things that don't go well. My on. garage, <laughs> my garage is is so terrible. Yeah. Um, it's really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been so many things that have come through my garage, you know, pallet trucks pulling up and dropping off shoes from Macy's yeah. that a friend of mine and I bought. Um, so my neighbors know now, like my neighbors get it. Yeah. I, I think they find it amusing. Um, but yeah, be, be prepared for e-commerce to take over your house. Yeah. Um, and not to get into even a more practical piece of it, but I think the like, the complete drop ship, you know, like I don't want to touch it at all mm-hmm. is a cool way to start to see if something works. But you do lose the ability to put something in there and make it yeah. special. So for a lot of my projects now, big or small, um, it's a, it, it can be a pain, but it's also from, a, from an experience standpoint, like having, having your hands on the product every time and, and writing a note or signing a book or... Doing something like that makes a makes a big difference. Um, just make sure your wife is on board with, <laughs> with the allocation. Picking of space. and packing with you yeah. on the weekends. Yes, I, I have. Yeah, I hurt my back once, literally like sitting on the floor, like packing stuff up all day, and I'm like, "What am I? 
what am I doing? Yeah. Right? Like, we're just trying to watch a Netflix show, and I'm, like, killing myself. Trying Hunched to pack, over. Yeah, like, pack everything all night. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, really interesting advice. We see on the dropshipping side, a lot of the really savvy store owners will send it to themselves, themselves first. Yep. They're going to take their own photography. Yep. They're going to touch and feel and understand exactly what they're selling. Then they're going to describe it in their own words. Yep. And then they say, it. okay, this is exactly it. If they do that, multi-million right. dollar drop, yep. dropship business. Yeah, there's got to be that extra level, just even level of effort. That's right? it. Like, it's just a, a little yeah. bit more. Take some, take some of your own pictures. Like, yeah. Put some, put some work into it, and then turn the machine loose, yeah. right? Because that's, you know, that's what we've done now with a couple of the products. Is once I was comfortable with them, and then I worked with one of our fulfillment, like to to do some customization at that end. But to go through all those steps until you're ready for it, it's kind of like, well, it's yeah. a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you, and you checked a lot of the boxes, uh, and, and that's what really impressed me uh, with what you did in your very first venture. You, you invest in product photography, which you so rarely hear about. I even have trouble doing yeah. that in anything that I've yeah. ever gotten involved in, um, and I know how important it is. I mean, I've seen the results. You did Facebook ads at a time when Facebook ads were not very popular. Probably everyone was talking about Google AdWords at that time is my guess. Yeah. No, Facebook ads were... were the, yeah. Well, and I, I chose Facebook ads at the time because the cost of them was dirt cheap compared to yeah. the, the AdWords stuff. Yeah. Um, we were running AdWords campaigns in the in the technical space at Zyvex at the time, and so mm-hmm. I was seeing how much we were spending on those, and I was like, I don't have the budget for that. So yeah. Look somewhere else. Definitely a hugely competitive space, and then your your margins really invited victory. I mean, at the end of the day. Can't, you, yeah. you have to have margins to win. Yeah. yeah. And, and you really set up a financial situation where you could afford to mess up a lot right. before, you, you know, uh, it would really put you in the hole. Fortunately, the, everything else caught up with you. You didn't love the idea at the Did, end of the day. I, but, yeah, but you, again, you the checked lesson, most of the boxes. Yeah, really. no, but, but then that was the thing. The lesson learned was I just had no interest in it. Yeah. And, and I think it's easy to... It's easy to convince yourself, like especially now, like oh, I can I can plug all these things in. But if you're not willing to, like, again, have the product shipped to yourself and take a picture of yourself in the product and like tell the story of it. Yeah. What? What are you doing? Yep. No, I love that. You got to be passionate about what you're doing, and, and people know if if you're not, you know, your customers or potential customers will know if you're not. Yeah. Well, that's awesome.